Hello, and welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. You can find all of my written reviews stemming all the way back to when I first started writing them in 1996 at my website, qwipster.net. Today I'm going to be looking at the Amy Schumer scripted film, and also starring her as well, Trainwreck. It's a comedy primarily, but also contains some romantic comedy elements. It is rated R, as you would expect from a film that is directed by Judd Apatow. R for strong sexual content, including nudity, and as well as strong language and some drug use. The runtime, as with most Apatow-directed uh, films, runs over two hours, two hours and five minutes. And uh, Bill Hader, LeBron James, Brie Larson, Colin Quinn, Tilda Swinton, John Cena, Mike Birbiglia, Vanessa Bayer, and Ezra Miller co-star along with Amy Schumer. So this is Amy Schumer's bag. She's a comedian, primarily a stand-up comedian, as well as the star of her own Comedy Central television show called Inside Amy Schumer. This is her first big chance to shine on the big screen with this film, Trainwreck, playing appropriately a woman named Amy. Amy works by day as a journalist at for a men's lifestyle publication, a magazine uh, that also dabbles in celebrity gossip. Amy drinks hard, she gets high, she carouses with the opposite sex even harder than probably she drinks and does drugs. When she's not on the clock, she is that titular train wreck of sorts, uh, living for the moment and not wanting to get in too deep with anything permanent. Now, her life is in a predictable pattern of not getting too committed to all of these things until she begins to... Uh, get shaken a little bit when she's assigned a piece on a famous sports doctor named Aaron, who is played by Bill Hader. Meanwhile, Amy has even more on her plate than just having to worry about whether she is going to go down the road of commitment when her philandering and hard-drinking father, Gordon, Colin Quinn in the film, is hospitalized and then put into assisted living, while Kim... Amy's pragmatic married sister, uh, Brie Larson plays Kim, uh, is constantly trying to get her to finally give up her hedonistic ways and to live a a life a little bit more like her, which is to be married and to have uh, a family. All of this culminates in Amy coming to rely on Aaron's rock-solid support of her while She's also fighting off getting in too deep with Aaron because of her own entrenched feelings on the kind of life she should be leading and those things that were taught to her by her father in that monogamy is not something that she should uh, ever engage in. It's not natural according to what he had taught her. Now, if you know Amy Schumer's style of off-color comedy, you'll probably all guess that Trainwreck deals with a lot of candid dating observations and some sexual exploits that are sometimes fairly explicit. All of this is filtered into the form of a semi-autobiographical narrative script that Amy Schumer penned herself, putting a lot of herself into the role. Trainwreck manages to be a cut above a typical sex comedy because it is more than just about sex and relationships. Schumer's film also encroaches into such areas as 
how one's upbringing can affect one's attitudes towards relationships later in life, and also how major life changes in one's life, such as family illness or death, can also cause major shifts in the outlook uh, of a person on what to do with the rest of her life. Trainwreck also deals with how some people live in order to achieve what they feel will make them happy, while there are others who live in order to avoid those things that cause unease, uncertainty, and pain. Amy, as a character, is firmly in the latter camp because she risks nothing emotionally and then drowns out any guilt she feels for her actions with alcohol, which keeps her from feeling like she's losing anything that she might hold dear. Amy Schumer does make a concerted effort here to reverse the gender roles that are typical of these kinds of romantic comedies. Here she makes the woman the one who needs to mature, and the man, who's played by Bill Hader, he's the one who allows her to be the to be the person to ultimately mature and want to make her life a better than what she had been living up to that point. However, Trainwreck is also one of those satires on the conventions of romantic comedies. It embraces them in the end, but all the while it is enjoying a, a tinkering of the formula, just enough to distance itself and to allow us to laugh at it, while also being entertained by the formula as well. And by the end, it also suggests that there perhaps there is some merit in the traditional outcome sometimes. Amy Schumer shows that, along with her comedy central show, Inside Amy Schumer, that she'll likely have legs in the entertainment business based on her performance here. She even nails a moving funeral speech in the film with gen what feels like genuine f feelings of emotion, which shows that she could be a pretty good actress in the medium as well. Perhaps not enough to win an Academy Award, but certainly for a debut starring performance in a feature film, uh, it does make you want to see more of her and see what else she has. Judd Apatow, of course, is the director, and that carries with it everything you'd expect, both good and bad. It's his first effort directing a script that he didn't at least partially write, although that may be a moot issue to bring up because his movies are often very... Uh, full of ad-libbed moments regardless. So, you know, how, how important is it that Apato is, uh, is, his name is attributed to the script when, you know, 70% of it is probably made up on the spot or, or worked out? Um, you know, that's a subject of debate. The good part of Apato directing is that we have, with Amy Schumer's debut, a seasoned veteran at ribald sex comedies and ones that generally deal with the subject of maturation. Apatow also has a good ear for what's funny more often than not. So, you know, being somebody who was also in the realm, as with Schumer, of stand-up comedy as well as television comedy before this, um, you know, they're kind of following the same patterns. They tend to be on the same page as well. Uh, so reportedly, Amy Schumer also, when, when Judd Apatow encouraged her to write the script, kind of writ wrote it with his sensibilities in mind, thinking he could have directed it. So uh, it, it tends to work, to, you know, it, it, it tends to work as an Ap Apatow film, even though he wasn't given a writing credit. Now, the bad part of Apatow directing is that he still can't seem to winnow down his movies to, you know, under two hours, it seems, or, you know, uh, 
ideally this would be 95 to 100 minutes, but it's not. And so we, you know, Apato ends up leaving in entire scenes in the movie that not only aren't funny, but they make the storyline itself feel like an afterthought at times when we're, you know, when we are uh, uh, go off on these detours from time to time. And we have this cavalcade of celebrity cameos and all of these cronies of Apato that he wants to squeeze in that are in the stand-up comedy business. And uh, there's minutes-long scene in there that's not even funny that, ha- that uh, involves an intervention that has celebrities that have nothing to do with the rest of the story coming out. And there's a parody of uh, movies... Uh, a movie within this movie called The Dog Walker, which features Daniel Radcliffe and Marissa Tomei, and that ends up being kind of a dead end too. But, you know, once you secure these kind of celebrities in there, it's hard to remove them altogether. But, you know, I I think that at some point, Apatow really should do himself and us in the audience a world of good and trim out the 20 minutes of excess of people that he just wants to inject in there just because he was able to get them there. So, Trainwreck... You know, it is overly lengthy and often uneven, but I do think that Amy Schumer's characterizations, as well as the quality work turned in by an impressive supporting cast, makes it worthwhile. We get funny performances from John Cena and LeBron James. You wouldn't expect that, but they're actually quite funny. And we get an unrecognizable turn from a woman who's probably been making a second career out of doing just that, being unrecognizable in films, Tilda Swinton. Swinton, if you if you've seen the film, you may not have known that she was in the film because she's you know she has kind of a spray tan and long hair, and she plays Diana, the unscrupulous magazine editor who's looking to push things to the limit for her readers, and also is a uh, a source of great irritation for Amy Schumer herself. Bill Hader in this film, uh, although he's known as a, being a very funny man in almost anything he's in, he plays a straight man in this movie. He's the nice guy who isn't like all of these others, which means he's not given many funny things to do other than to react to all of the kooky characters around him. Uh, which is another, perhaps underneath all of this, perhaps another cutting commentary on this gender reversal for this film, because usually it's the woman who is often underutilized uh, in terms of comedy and also her own character in these sorts of roles. Now we have the man, the lead male performance, um, being kind of drab and, and, and underwritten. So despite the high overhead of Apatow's inability to curb his directorial indulgences, I'd say that there are more than enough good belly laughs to be had in some of the very funny moments, especially as Amy Schumer explores the modern dating scene. The movie doesn't live up to its name of being a train wreck, as it, but it does stall occasionally, but never really to the point of derailment. Though there are many stops along the way, Schumer's screenplay keeps Trainwreck on track to its ultimate destination of being a very insightful and funny entertainment in the world of comedy. So... It's overlong. I can't quite say it's a good film all the way, but I will give it three stars. And three stars on my scale means that it is worthwhile. If you're a fan of raunchy comedies and you like romantic comedies, don't mind the uh, the hard R rating, then I would say that you're going to get your laughs here probably, especially if you're an Amy Schumer fan or you're a fan of the Judd Apatow films to date. So I'm going to give this a recommendation for... 
a specific type of audience. Um, but I, I will say that I feel like I got enough laughs personally to make it a worthwhile film, even though I, I was a bit anxious for it to finally wrap up uh, during the last half hour. So I thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review enough to click the subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you happen to be on iTunes, and uh, let me know what you think of the show by giving a star rating. I'm also I'm always hoping for a five-star rating because that definitely does help me um, get the word out because of the way that you know iTunes does its thing. It gives preference to people who have more five-star ratings. So if you like the show, you want to help me out, I'm not asking for money. I'm not going to ask for you to send me anything. I, all I all I really ask for you to do is to, uh, if you like the show enough to subscribe, go ahead and throw a five star review. And if you have any, uh, if you have anything that you want me to improve on, or you want to see more of in the show, you want me to change, then I would encourage you to write me at quipster at gmail dot com. Um, so if you have Twitter, I'm at quipster. If you're on Facebook, please like the page, my uh, my quipster page facebook.com slash quipster.net and you can find all of the information at my website quipster.net the spelling of quipster in all of those instances is with a w q w i p s t e r dot net so until next time thank you everyone and enjoy your time at the movies <laughs>